This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to Fat Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast, episode... 41 game week 12 we are back after a small break due to illness i think it's actually episode 40 i think it is 41 (laughs) never mind welcome everyone good to be back with you not a serious illness and only missed one game week but a lot has changed so let's get on with the show reflections once again, we have the reflections of the last game week, which was dominated by John Lundstram scoring twice and getting a clean sheet for 21 total points, which is impressive. It is, and it makes him now, I think, you must play him. Uh, whereas before, I noticed a couple of managers were keeping him as still on the subs bench. But with that sort of form, doesn't matter what his price is. He's this year's Matt Doherty. Yes, and the second highest scoring players were Walker and Soyunku, both on 14, and I unfortunately benched Soyunku while he scored his header for Leicester. But the average was 53, and a bit of news as well. Son's red card for that um, challenge on Gobes, which led to the horror injury, has now been overturned. So all the six people in the world who own Son will be very pleased. But we are recording ahead of ahead of the Friday night deadline, quite a bit ahead due to some uh, entertainment commitments uh, later in the week. Um, so the other news, which we haven't got at the time of pod, is, but we'll put out, Sam will put out on a tweet to our loyal listeners and readers, is about Mason Mount. Of course, if you looked at the Chelsea game last night, you'd have thought he needed three new ankles. But according to Lord Lampard, we may be seeing him back soon. Probably not for this weekend, but certainly after the international break. And the international break, Sam, you all know this, is next week, isn't it? Not obviously the current game week 12, but I think it is the following week. Yes, you are correct. And I think, Sam, already live in this pod, we've got a correction on the episode number. Would you just like? Yes, I'm, I apologise to you, Steve. It is actually game week 40, but I had planned for the last pod. So it's not game oh week 40, it's game week 12. This is episode episode 40. forty. Sorry, yeah. in the last podcast, which didn't actually go ahead, I had pla- it was it was forty. So I thought this one would be forty-one, yeah. but the last podcast didn't actually happen. So this no. one is forty. And there's a lesson certainly in terms of podcast planning that uh, I think we've all learned. Um, other thing to notice, I don't know if it's in reflections this time, but I see that total players in the game. Is now over the seven million wow. mark, and the question is, how many of them are bots? I would say four million are. Because if you don't know, if we we didn't cover the previous game week, but the total score was a guy based somewhere in Africa who'd only registered his team that week. Uh, would suggest 
is probably a bot. He or she is a bot. Is that the end of Reflections? Yes. Thank you, Sam. Manager of the Week. Time now to look at Manager of the Week. And we did have a tie this week uh, with 89 points. But we have used the Fantasy League rule of who made the most transfers. And so Ian Rees gets second place. A great welcome return to form for Ian Rees, who we're going to hear from in a minute. Um, but Sam, tell us about the team who also with 89 points have surprised the footballing world by lifting this title. Yes, and it is the league newcomers, Ben and Matthew. They have 89 and their team name, Happy Hatters, is good is a good name. And yes, most of their points come from... Lundstram, 21, quite a few few managers had him, but they also went for Mane over Salah, and they benefited off the Leicester victory, and they had they captained Huller as well. So they he went to VAR in the end, but they won because they made no transfers this week, while Ian made two. I mean, very much a learning experience this year, Fancy League management, and um. Pleased to say that Mafia has managed to get the login details uh, off uh, Ben to be able to change the team because for the first week um, he wasn't able to change the team. But uh, a great effort. Obviously, if you join the league later, you can pick the the, the top scoring players um, like Lundstrom. So you, if you if you're selecting a team after game, ten ten game weeks of this season, you would select Lundstrom, whereas obviously game week one you possibly wouldn't. But nevertheless, well done. So those two, Buckinghamshire brethren. League table. We're looking now at the league table after eleven game weeks, and it is all change. In still quite t- close into. We could go all the way down to Evan Weeks. No, we go. We're going to get down to Cameron Taylor. In fact, in fifteenth at five seven two, he's within fifty two of the lead. I mean, we've never seen a league as close as this at this stage of the season. Mark Burrows led this league two weeks ago. Yeah. Would you believe it? He's now thirteenth. Thirteenth. This is extraordinary, isn't it? How the how the mighty fallen. Let's go into the top uh, top three. Special Al ones. Al Bowley, uh, 84 points. A strong strong game week. 6-1-3. Alex Perry uh, was leading. The, the lead was changing hands over the weekend. But he has got 6-2-3. Just one behind are the resurgent. And the man who we've written off. He led this league for so long. He had fallen away, a lot of dodgy transfers, disappointed in the rugby, big England man. But he's back on top, 624 points. We actually caught up with Ian Rees before this league table had been published when he had slipped to fifth place. And we can now play you that and find out how he's actually managed to do it. And this was him talking ahead of time um, before he had such a magnificent weekend. So let's bring in Ian now. That's right, Sam, and joining us now for another game week uh, as his slide down the table continues to Mr Ian Rees. Ian, you actually had quite a good game week, but uh, you're well out of the top four now. 
No, I'm not well out of the top four. I think you'll find I've moved up a place. I was... Uh, actually, what was happening, I had a few weeks where I had to think about looking for a job, but then it came to me, what, th- how important is a job, you know? And I saw the light and saw that fantasy football is the thing. I need to focus on fantasy football. If a job comes along, that's fine. And so I've changed my tactic a bit, so. I often tell managers in a similar situation that there is nothing more important in life than fantasy football. I management. think you're right, and I'm a bit embarrassed it took me so long to realise that. And in actual fact, it only really came to me when I had the Luton Digital Fantasy Football tattoo on my back last week. So. On the buttock? Uh, on, my, on my right buttock. Right yeah, buttock, yeah. yeah. There's a couple of people have made the mistake of putting it on the left. But I couldn't do that because it would have messed up my Scumlet United crest. You've certainly got some of the letters from Scunthorpe. (laughs) Now, we need to talk seriously about transfers. How many transfers have you made this game week? Two. That's the minimum I make, two. Talk us through the Martial fiasco, because you brought him in, you left him out, you brought him in again. Oh, he'll be coming back in. He's coming back in. He'll be coming back in. He's just out for a week, yeah. And you went De Bruyne captain last week. Yeah, having got the captain wrong the previous two game weeks. I haven't been doing very well with, with captains. Obviously, it should have been Vardy last week. I like the front three I've got now. I've still got some tweaking. I've, I've something in mind for the midfield, but I'm not sure if prices might move such that I can't build the midfield I want. I'm really happy with defence. Of course, Bowley, Bowley is now. Out oh yeah, Bowley has broken his ankle, so that's caused you problems. Yeah. Are you tempted to go for Rashford? A lot of people seeing he's still on penalties, very calm penalty, and a brilliant free kick last night against Chelsea. I think overrated, frankly, I could have scored that free kick last night. And so, no, not, not a chance. OK, so if you want one more piece of wisdom then for uh, managers who are seeking to recreate this success that you've had, what would you say, Ian, is the one lesson that you could pass on? Well, I think on? my lesson really for the four people who are above me is do about ten transfers each week. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, Tom, Tom Winehouse, yet to make a transfer, yet to make a substitution. Is there a lesson there? Yeah, somebody should check whether there's milk bottles piling up outside his door. <laughs> I think that's a lesson. <laughs> He's a select and forget. OK. Ian, thank you very much. Thank you. Mistake of the week. This week's mistake of the week. I think quite a few managers could qualify as... I think a few, quite a few managers also benched Soyonku like I did, but I think, I think the uh, manager who has the most points on the bench which does include Soyonku is Loz Newbold, who has Soyonku, obviously, Rico, Saka, Pope, and that is a combined 23 points. Not a bad effort. Talking points. Let's go on to talking points. And um, let's talk about Pookie, Sam, ahead of uh, this massive game for Norwich against Watford on Friday night. A lot of managers, I think he's top transfers out, Pookie, but would you, have you got him? And, or is it now time to get rid of Norwich and not getting chances? I got rid of him quite a few weeks ago and he is not in good form at all. He has not scored in the last one, two, three, four, five, six games. So if you still have Pookie, I think it's time to get Well, uh, for me, he's having one more week at home to Watford, the bottom club. Because uh, if they don't win this, basically Norwich have had it. Yeah, I think Norwich at this point might look like going down. And what about um, 
Vardy, on the other hand, who is now having becoming a must-have. Yes, I think I think you have to own Vardy at the moment. He's five goals in last three games. Leicester are in very good form. Beat Palace two 0 and they face an Arsenal side who look very unconvincing. And yet, the feeling Emery might be at the end of his job at Arsenal, as loads of the fans are growing. Um, what's the word? They're growing much taller. <laughs> well, yes, that. But yeah, Vardy. I'd also some other Leicester players who most black managers probably have, but. Soyuncu, Madison, I think you need to get, I think you need to own at least two Leicester players now. And let's just chuck in this Mason Mount news because um, I was talking to uh, Big Jim Clark earlier today and he uh, he, he, he didn't agree with me because I was saying, how about we bring in Jorginho because the guy's penalty technique is worth picking alone. Chelsea don't get many penalties in the league, was what he was saying. They do in Europe, as they had two last night. So is he going to become like a Miller, Miller Vesel? The one I can never say. Miller Vojevic. Yeah, that one. Because he got ten penalties last year for Palace. Um, I just think five million. That's uh, could be good value. The rest of the Chelsea players, Hudson Odoi. I mean, Rhys James is another one to, to look Pulisic. at. Well, we were. That's the one we were coming on to, but then Sam, you've I know spent many many hours looking at his record in Germany, and it wasn't there weren't many goals, were there? Well, but that's in the past, and in the future, well, not not the future, in the present. Sorry, he has scored a, he is looking very good. He's scored four goals in the last two games, including that hat trick. It depends. It depends whether he's guarantees. It depends whether he nails down his starting a spot in the starting eleven. But if he does, well, I thought he had done. Well, yes, but there's always the threat that Hudson Odoi starts ahead of him. But this weekend with Mount probably out, you yes. would think it's a safe bet. And I've just about got the money to upgrade. But more than enough, more of that later on. Harry the Cat's mystic prediction. Not sure how much of a mystic prediction this one is, but it will be Southampton will beat Everton and then Marco Silva will be sacked a day later. Big one, Matthew. And a big one, Matthew, this week. I would think that Delafeo is going to do something at away at Norwich. Um, looked a bit lively in the previous game I was watching against Chelsea and probably may be on penalties so just watch out for Delafeo sadly a striker this year so you can't pick him um, well you can't get him in a team with Abraham Pukki and Vardy certainly um, maybe worth or Jimenez as well worth a shout if you need to gamble thinking of you Evan Weeks Game Week Preview Time now for the game week preview, and uh, we start Friday night, eight pm kickoff, Norwich Watford. This is a tough game to predict. I think I'm going to go for two-two. No, I think Watford will win that, uh, based on what Aston Villa came and did to Norwich recently. Chelsea Palace is the midday kickoff Saturday. Two-one Chelsea for me. And then you've got Burnley West Ham three o'clock. West Ham. Once again, I think we said this before, a very unpredictable 
tough to predict. 1-0 Burnley. Good article on The Athletic, our new podcast sponsors, who have uh, gone inside the West Ham camp and uh, it's an analysis of whether Pellegrini has done a decent job or not. Apparently a very nice man, Pellegrini, but um, having spent £180 in 18 months, the jury is out on can West Ham push on this season. They've fallen away a bit recently. Newcastle, Bournemouth. Bournemouth keep getting loads of clean sheets, so I think they'll get another one here, nil-nil. Southampton, Everton. Yes, I've said this in the Mystic Prediction, 2-1 Southampton. Spurs, Sheffield United. Sheffield United are in some great form, but just have a feeling Spurs will win this one, 2-1. Leicester, Arsenal. Now, I think this could be where Emery loses his job, 3-1 Leicester. I didn't realize. Is he that close to the sack? Yes, because there are there are rumours coming out of Arsenal looking at managers. Not like it's not like that. There's not too many rumours, but they're starting to come out. And he's kind. I think most of the Arsenal fan base wants him gone. United Brighton Sunday. Uh, United. I think I, I think we oft, I think I often pick, pick United to win, but I'm going to stop doing that. It's a bit. I have a bit of a bias. So one one. Wolves Villa. Also 1-1, Midlands Starby. And the big game of the weekend is Liverpool City. I don't, I don't see Liverpool losing at Anfield, but if this was at City, I'd see a City win, but it's not. So, also 1-1. My team, your team. Sam, tell us about the changes that you are thinking of making this week. Well, this is one which I am slightly reluctant to make, but... I feel like I don't have any other choice and I will be saying a goodbye to Pierre Aubameyang and joining my team will be Jamie Vardy and I don't think you can afford not to have him at the moment. I made one change uh, during the Leicester Palace game which was to bringing Soyunku for Chilwell or Chilwell for... No, so I'm good for Chilwell. And that's really just to save money to upgrade the rest of the side. Uh, when Chilwell... I did this just after Chilwell hit the post in towards the end of the game, which would, would have been a different story, but gives me 0.8 million in the bank. And with uncertainty over Mount, and in particular Pookie, those are definitely two areas in future game weeks I can look to upgrade. But... It's. I'm really like it. I like the balance of this um, special side. Uh, there's a lot to like in it. The only problem I've got is uh, it's so close now to uh, former colleague Alex Perry, who's currently in second place. I think I may have miscounted here, but we've got 13 of the same 15 players. So unless I get lucky with a captain... I'm not going to make much ground up on him. The difference is he has Jimenez and a different backup keeper, I think. Has he got Cantwell and Dunk? He has Cantwell. Yes, he does. Yes. No, he doesn't have Dunk, sorry. He doesn't have Dunk, so which is his. He's got Kelly. So you'd have to say that Dunk is better than Kelly. Yeah. Because he's playing. So, yeah. So how many changes, difference is it? Two. Yeah, I think so. Yes, yeah, so that's what we thought. Last chance, go, we go. 
slightly more ambitious captain for me in the last few weeks where I've just stuck it on De Bruyne. This time I'll be going with... I think I'll be going with Vardy. Yeah, well, same logic. Uh, I think Sterling, Salah, De Bruyne playing each other can't see themselves out. Pookie's could, you know, what's he going to do? Is there a big risk to put it on him? So I, too, am going with the Vardster with his knack of the penalties as well. The fourth official has indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. Three minutes time allowed. Thanks everybody for tuning in to another podcast. Episode 40, Game Week 12. Yes, not 41. I'm not sure who said that. So we're only 10 10 episodes away from uh, the half century. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting game week, this one, because people will have to be more creative on their captain. Yes, depends on who else is on the bench for your team, as I have a feeling, yeah, Mount probably won't play. I mean, we haven't heard the full news, but it looks like he won't play for the next game at least. So make sure you have a good bench. And then did we confirm, Sam, that there is a international break? Yes, there is. So you've got the international break, so there'll be no podcast next week, and we'll be back on Friday, the 22nd of November, the anniversary of JFK being shot in the head. Wow. <laughs> a big way to end the podcast. Oh. See you next week. Or oh, in two weeks, in fact. Goodbye. Bye. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points. <laughs>